What's up, everybody? It's Mikey from Blockbytes, and we are here with a good show for you guys today. Hopefully, we're going to be talking about a little bit about the market. What's Bitcoin, Bitcoin dominance doing? We're going to talk about some stuff that Vitalik has been saying lately. Uh, bullish, bearish, how are we feeling about it? And then we're also going to get into uh, talk a little about the, the Twitter situation going on right now with the rate limits. What's that all about? What, what is that? And then finally, we're going to dig into uh, the latest poly network hack. Second time it's happened. So let's get into it, guys. Emmett, take us away. Awesome. Muted. Let's try muted. that again. You beautiful son of a bitch. That was such a good intro. Thanks, Mikey. Was it good? Was there music? I couldn't hear the music. There was. I didn't hear any music. Did you hear music, hear Coral? Ah, we didn't have music. Emmett, WTF, man. Not God my fault. Damn it. You had one job, bro. One job was to play music. Shit. Mikey, you dirty dog. I can't believe you actually did it. Yeah, uh, we're all really? rocking the shades today, man. What, what's up? What's uh, the future hey, just Corbo, so bright? You look really cool, man. You look like you and Goose are about to go attack Iceman over Russia. Yeah, we're going to kill uh, the Iceman. You know, that, that's Mikey a just left a, a music festival, mm -hmm. and I just look I just look old. I need to take mine off. I'm well, come on, Austin. Come on, man. Hold on. All right. These are maybe these. Yeah, Long there you beach. go. The black's cool, man. These are my Maui, my Maui gems. Coco talking and singing African gay, gray parrot is in the chat. <laughs> that's beautiful man i i love the people that watch this show you know we don't have a, a big crew but we have our, our crew is well humored and i appreciate that a lot Yo, a speaking crew, of okay crew i have to make a confession and then we just this is not on like we're gonna get into the clickbaity title that mikey made us do because it's completely mikey's fault um but we got to talk. So, okay. All right. I've been on every Ben.eth space for like the last week. And this is some of the sickest. It's, I, I don't know if, it, I guess it's really sad is what I would want to say about this. Um, this is his baby mama. Um, and, and she has been battling. So, all right. I got to maybe bring people up to speed here. Um, fun. He's he's definitely, you know, addicted to some substance. Uh, we know alcohol for sure. I don't think it's just alcohol because like he oscillates like I'm pretty sure stimulants are in there somewhere. But he got up there like dropping racial slurs the other day. Basically, he's abandoned his projects. And now this girl came out who is his one of his baby mamas who apparently lives in his house in Denver. He left the house because he's on the run. He's somewhere in California. He left the house two weeks ago. He owes this girl 10 months of back child support, something like 13 grand. And he's publicly battling her, like calling her a scammer. She's calling him a junkie. Um, I mean, it is like the crazy. I, it's it's crypto Twitter at its most disgusting. And honestly, like there's there's definitely, you know. At, a, at the very least, there's mental illness involved. Like he got on a Twitter spaces the other day and you just hear him whispering uh, to the girl that he's having sex with on Twitter spaces. 
Uh, yeah, dude, it was. There's anyhow, like so baby mama drama to start off. The they're Monday. all they're all like recorded. You know, it's better than any like Real Housewives of insert your city here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's absolutely out of control. Some of it's very sad. Like one of them, he called his kids losers. Anyhow, that's what I've been oh wasting my, my time on uh, for the last week and a half. And I, I just just like last night, I stopped. Uh, being notified of his tweets but but this poor girl here spicy nova she's been going at it with him she's really uh, stuck up her game i remember when he did that send me what was it psyop he was launching psyop this she had commented on it like don't mm-hmm. mess with this guy he owes me child support <laughs> he's yeah. a piece of shit he's a liar yeah um, back then but it's incredible to see it blow up in a, a whole full-blown opera yeah, I don't want to keep talking about it because honestly, it's it's just been, you know, it's so it's sad. Uh, and I've actually been kind of under the weather the last few days, so it was really perfect for me. It just gave me something to like sink my teeth into, I guess. Yeah. But anywho's, all right, let's well, get off of that topic. Okay. If anyone wants to get into it, you know, by all means, get into it. Yeah, yeah let's, let's get into business for once. All right, Mikey, what's our first topic? Well, you know, it's it's a free-flowing show, so we're just going to bring up things as they happen. But I think we should start off on the good foot. Let's talk, good foot. Let's talk about Bitcoin. Let's talk about Bitcoin. Oh, you want to talk? Okay. Oh, the good foot. The good foot. The good foot. We're going to start preaching forward. at us here. All right. Let's do, let's talk about this. All right. So Bitcoin's catching a bid uh, right now. We're looking at the – what are we looking at? The weekly chart. I mean, honestly, look, guys. Here's, here's our – our resistance is right in, it's kind of sticky in here. I would say where the upper Bollinger band is right around 30,000. When we break that, we really don't have much up until the 37,000 range. Uh, there's, there's really not a lot of resistance in that area. So if this thing actually catches a bid and breaks 32, uh, I would, I would expect us to go on a little bit of a run. Now I did want to, Oh shit. Where's that tech dev tweet? Ah, let me get that. I want to show you guys this because this is we've we've talked about tech dev a few times on here. Hold on, I'm just trying to pull it up. He's great. What he does is he takes, you know, past charts and kind of lays them over one another to show you like, yeah, here we go. Exactly what's going on. So this is the Bitcoin chart since 2014. And he's got RSI crosses happening down here. But what he does is he labels it to kind of show you exactly where uh, where the similarities are. Right. And so you've got your you've got the cross that happened here. We've got the throwback and then the run. And you can see where he's got the the arrows. Wow. I'm explaining this like I'm like a little bit retarded, but that's okay. Um, So (laughs) here he broke out, broke through, broke through resistance, the throwback and then the run. And then we've got here broke out, throwback to resistance and then the run. And then here we've got the exact same thing happening uh on in 2023 so who the hell knows uh if if we are going to see the exact same thing but according to his chart we are primed and ready for a significant run according to these diagrams according to the diagrams (laughs) bitcoin is going to go to something like (laughs) according to the according to the damn dots according to the arrows we're all going to be rich in 270 days so Mm -hmm. Get ready for it. Coco says now, there's a weekly cup and handle. Um, and I know that that is a formation here that is positive. There's your cup and handle right there. 
that. And it looks like we're at the top of it. So if it breaks, I mean, that's, we've had multiple reversal signals though. We had our, our in, inverted head and shoulders. Uh, yeah, I could see the cup and handle there. So who the hell knows? I think we go on a run. Now, if you guys follow, um, oh God, credible, credible crypto. Do you know what I'm talking about here? Uh, no, uh, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to share him with you. Uh, this is him. Yeah, we're still up. Okay, good. Uh, so this guy's actually pretty awesome. He's, he's an excellent trader, been around for a long time. He has been since the beginning of this move down at the beginning of 2022, he's been calling for a wave five blow off top. Um, meaning that <clears throat> the four year cycle is kind of invalidated. And he put in this really massive thread uh, the other day, which I'm not going to get into with you guys. But if you get a chance, go check out Credible Crypto. Uh, I like, I kind of like his ideas and he's not the only one that has had those ideas. Like there's, there's some other people that are saying we've got a big, you know, huge rush of money blow off top coming that could come as soon as the end of 2023, early 2024, to even like, like before the having takes place. Um, and that's going to catch a lot of people off guard. So we'll see what happens. I'm not, you know, I'm not holding my breath, but we'll see what happens there. Mm -hmm. Well, I like this it. is one. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Well, it just seems like uh, it seems like narratives are lining up too. You know, with, with some of those early predictions. You know, with, with the you know Fidelity and BlackRock wanting to get in with the spot VTC uh, ETFs. It seems mm -hmm. like narratives are starting to line up. Having coming up soon. I I have been pretty bullish on Bitcoin since those rumors started happening about the ETFs. And I just think I don't think we're going to catch twenty six, twenty five again. Not financial advice, just my personal opinion. Uh, mm. I think we're. I think but up dude i think i think if we can hold around this level we're we're, we're going nowhere but up so you're saying capo couldn't have been more wrong well he, he i think he does it on purpose yeah yeah do you because i i don't i don't think he did it on purpose at all i think we get so married to it you know i'll tell you the ability to the ability to change your mind publicly and not marry a a perspective is like huge right that's oh. a superpower uh and and the ability to make amends if you've harmed somebody as a result of that is another superpower and that's that's something that does not happen that often on crypto twitter um yeah you know you just blow up yeah the best but the off. best traders they don't they don't speak in absolutes uh you know they speak in probabilities like uh big cheds is one that i follow bob lucas is another one that i, I really mm -hmm. like him they just speak in probabilities um and this is actually you know something i'm keeping an eye on here on bitcoin dominance so you guys recall we use this alpha trend indicator bitcoin dominance is insanely bullish uh right now there's just no other way to look at it however we did have a confirmed uh reversal candle on the weekly put in which you can see here. We don't get those often. They come about every six months, roughly. Now, they don't always mean a downturn. Um, however, we've got, we've got resistance here at the 49 level. So if we were to drop that back down below, um, that would just make this a deviation, right? We've got people calling for 57%, 60%. Um, I'm not sure if there's going to be a rotation into alts. I, you know, I honestly thought we were going to see one back here, and we did not. And so, you know, kind of what that tells me is that uh, it's probably not a ton of new money coming into the market. If you look at the total, the total crypto market cap, it's not a, 
it's not really like flying, uh, but you know, anyone's guess. So we share the charts. I don't know what they're actually going to do. Never claim to. That's not the fun part of this show though. The fun part of this show are the topics that we have coming up. Let's get into them. Well, let's right. do it thank you. Thank you for uh, that wonderful chart show. Austin, awesome. I, love, I like that, dude. I love the colors. What? It's going to be bullish in the short term. I think that was pretty handy, that Bitcoin chart explainer. Yeah. I'm still not super bullish for the rest of the year, but sorry, I don't mean to backtrack us here. What's our next topic, Mikey? Come on, That's man. Right. I'm bullish short term. I'm, I'm, I'm always bullish. You know, <clears throat> Mikey, if you're yes. going to be on this show, we got to get you a better camera, Holmes. Isn't that good? You don't like it? Can we get a fundraiser going for Mikey? We got to get a GoFundMe going. You're fuzz buzz right now, dude. You're fuzzy. I'd be I the like internet. It. It looks Corball's got the heat. It's well, no, it's probably it my might internet. be the internet. I need, I need, a, I need a, like, a hard line. I need to hook it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I need yeah. a hooker. All right, <laughs> what's next? I need one of those too, please. Well, let's talk about <laughs> this then. Like, let's talk about it. You know, Vitalik's always in the news, always talking about something, putting out blogs, very smart, very intelligent. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, you won't shut up, Willie. Vitalik. Will, will you, Corball, so I can finish my... Sorry, I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So Vitalik hopped on the Bankless Style podcast a couple of days ago, and he, he fudded the bullishness out of Ether. He said he only stakes a small portion of his ETH Basically, because it's scary. You know? But let's let's watch the video. Let, let's. I don't want to paraphrase him. I just like I just like talking. Let's see what he has to say. Can you guys see that? Yes, yes sir. Cool. Probably the biggest reason why I personally am not like just staking all of my ETH and I'm instead like staking a fairly small portion is uh, because if you stake your ETH, it has to be on like the keys that access it have to be public. Uh, on some uh, system that's online. And like for safety, it has to be a multi-sig and multi-sigs for staking are still fairly, fairly difficult to set up. Um, and um, you know, it just, it gets complicated in a bunch of ways. Probably. Now, I, I get it. You know, I mean, like it's always good to not overexpose yourself to technology that isn't quite where we want it to be yet. But, you know, Corval, Austin, do you guys stake any ETH? Or you get like, you know, like, ooh. absolutely not. But <laughs> that being said, I don't see what the big deal is about this. Mm -hmm. uh, this dude is sitting on billions of dollars worth of the second largest cryptocurrency in the world. The one that is you're pretty much guaranteed will survive, right? I mean, the, the sound money argument is there for Ethereum. And people are shitting on him that he's not staking all of his billions of dollars. Like, he's right. When you stake into a node or validator, it has to be online. There's no two ways about that. So I don't, I don't understand why people are, like, <laughs> making such a big fucking deal. I did see a tweet from Charles Hoskinson the other day. That's uh, what I was bring up, yeah. So Charles. Yeah, bring that up if you don't mind. Absolutely. Of course, you know, he, of so course, what he likes shitting on, you know, Ethereum every chance he gets, I'm sure. Uh, but he says all of our ADA is staked. Guess, guess what? That's how it's supposed to be for a properly designed proof of stake protocol. You know, I don't necessarily, I don't know if I agree with that or not. Um, you know, but I think, I think people are kind of blowing this out of proportion. Like really that's, that's my take. I don't know what you guys think. Stake with pride. I just, I'm distracted by that username. I don't know how, how you would stake with pride. Um, just funny. Uh, but 
I think, uh, I mean, one, I think Charles Hoskinson is kind of like a dummy. <laughs> He's kind of a goofball. He's well, kind of hard to trust. I mean, look, I'm sure he's quite smart. He's quite intelligent. He's got a he's whole operation. But when you look into like his thing, I don't know. I, I just feel like he's a little untrustworthy. So I kind of feel like he's a little bit more of a showman, right? Whereas Vitalik is a lot smarter. And I think Vitalik's case here is a lot smarter. Like you're saying, look, fundamentally, anytime you do anything with uh, any system, right, it gets the more complex it is, the more intermediaries there are, the greater the risk is, right? Like there is still some element of trust that these contracts are set up properly, that the multi-sig functions properly, that everyone that's on the multi-sig is on the up and up. So, I mean, it just makes sense. There, There is additional risk, right? And what Vitalik is saying, you know, if the technology is underdeveloped, that's additional risk on top of that. So I think uh, Vitalik's right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm cracking up at the way you're pronouncing Vitalik's name. Vitalik, I like that better. It's <laughs> on the tongue. I usually say Vitalik. I like Vitalik. Vitalik is cool. Vitalik. 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 Anyway. Vitalik. Anyway, yeah, I think he's uh, more right. I don't think you. Also, what Hoskinson's saying here, a properly designed proof of stake protocol. I don't think that means you stake everything, right? Like, (laughs) what do you think? You you think a properly functioning protocol requires you to stake everything, all, all of your tokens? It sounds like he's just trying to flex on his confidence in his own system is what it sounds like to me. Yes, I mean, right. I, I think anytime we'll call him Vitalik, fuck it. Uh, anytime Vitalik talks, you know, <laughs> any, anything they can use against him, they will. And, and this goes back to everyone's resentment against about his penis size. Uh, you yeah. know, that's what it is, right? There's a bunch of penis envy going on. And as soon as he says anything, that's it. You yeah. know, Philip, Philip knows. He also Crypto big, knows. him out of Ethereum, I think is, part of his saltiness as well <laughs> this show I, again i don't know why any of y'all watch the show <laughs> we're going so down they watch it for days. this dude they love they it. do they watch it for the schlong talk so i, I don't know I, I really don't know that this is this is like even newsworthy i'll tell you what is though so can we can we kick over to gensler for a second because i have theories now are yeah. we okay to switch switch topics here mikey absolutely dude let's kick it over man okay all right mikey's around the show i'm just trying to be just trying to be diplomatic here so all right so yesterday there was this what was the name of the site that put out the the title that said the sec that gensler was going to resign as a result of an sec investigation i don't remember the actual one but i know whale chart posted about it and there were some other people that posted about it some you know less than reputable news alert organizations and i know that uh ellie you know Ellie reached out from Fox Business uh, to the SEC. Do you have that tweet from Ellie by chance, Mikey? Yeah, I can get it. Could you get it? All right. So she reached out to uh, the SEC just to kind of get get an idea of to whether or not this is true. And she wrote him, hey, hope you guys are doing good. Hope you all had a nice holiday weekend. We're hearing some rumors about uh, Gary potentially resigning as a result of an internal investigation. Is this true? And their only response to her was, nope, <laughs> N-O-P-E, nope. One word, no pleasantries, not how you doing. So it kind of leads me to believe she may not have the best relationship with them. Um, <laughs> but I'm wondering, so, you know, the whole the whole Gensler, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod, you know, that whole deal that he's got going with Elizabeth Warren and the banks. And, and it's, you know, it's very clear that he's railroading against crypto in a way that, you know, he's talking out of his ass, basically. But um, 
I'm wondering with the the BlackRock filing, Fidelity, I think we got Goldman in there as well, right? These are major financial players and uh, they are all partnering with Coinbase. Every goddamn one of them as their, uh, I forget what it was exactly. I don't know if it was for custody or, or what exactly. They're all partnered with Coinbase. And basically whatever BlackRock did, everyone else carbon copied because they're just kind of assuming that's the one that's going to get pushed through. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So I'm wondering if the day will come when the banks actually are like, okay, you're no longer useful to us, you know, when it comes to Gensler. They're going to liquidate them. Um, so I just like Googled that Coinbase BlackRock things. I didn't hear about that, but uh, that's quite interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a surveillance thing involved as well. Uh, yeah. that's part of it, you know, and I think so, they're using Coinbase for that. So I did want to point out that that surveillance thing got bounced back because they, you might have seen some people saying last week that the, the ETF got rejected, but it was more like they sent it back and said, uh, fill us in some more on this, right. <laughs> It wasn't a rejection because those e those ETF applications, they have something like 45 to 60 days to respond to them. And what has always happened in the past, ever since the Winklevi put in the very first one, is you'd get down to the last day and they'd go denied. Mm. But in this case, that's not what they did. They came back quickly and they said, give us more information on this in this particular field right yeah. and so it sounds like they're playing ball yeah they gave yeah, them they're, they're open to play i think um you know i think gary's just gonna sit out his term dude i don't know <laughs> i don't i don't think uh they're gonna remove him if anything like his actions will just change right he'll just mm. like be like well fine something will happen in congress and i'll be like okay i have clarity now on how i'm supposed to proceed i'll pursue a different course of action or whatever or it'd probably be even less subtle or more subtle than that in that he probably won't really change his approach to Coinbase. Like these things that have already happened will just play out and then he'll just proceed like responsibly. Am hmm. I making sense here? He's just going to like ignore <laughs> what what's happened. Well, what if, what if it all was just a big game to get rid of the incumbents so the TradFi, you know, even more incumbent organizations could could show up and take over. And what if what if the BlackRock filing of the ETF, you know, marked kind of the finish line for that? Mm. Who knows? Could be it. He's going to change change a course is what we're So Philip, we should talk about ETF always marking a top. So we've never had a spot ETF ever. There is there is not one that exists for Bitcoin currently. Um there's, you know, yeah, I agree with you. Maybe if you're looking in other, <clears throat> in other uh, industries, but for Bitcoin, we never had an ETF. We've always had, we've had a short ETF. We have a leveraged ETF that we just got recently, uh, but we've never had like a true ETF for spot Bitcoin. Uh, so who the hell knows? Mm -hmm. I, I think it's anyone's guess, but I do think that opens up. It should be a portal of major liquidity, major liquidity, honestly. I agree. I agree. Lots of money to come in. We talked about this with Dracon, I think. You got like Saudis out there wanting to invest in Bitcoin, but they don't want to like do it themselves. They want to get like a bank to do it. It's just a big, big, big entrance point for a lot of like serious investment. Well, you telling me the Saudis need a bank and can't do it until an ETF? 
No, up? I'm not saying like they can't do it. I'm saying like when you if you're the wealth manager for a big Saudi wealth fund, you probably want to be a little bit more <laughs> secure, you know? They love they love an American bank. Like they love to to use an American bank, American financial institutions because it's a lot safer. You they know? are the banks though, bro. <laughs> Those guys I mean, have like, so much they money. Don't, the Saudis don't own Bank of America. <laughs> well, no. But, but they I do mean, have a shitload of like money through like Bank of America. I'm sure. Well, maybe Bank of America is a bad example, but like why would they go? Why would they go to an American bank? Why would they buy American property? American well, companies. No, but my point is because the property is located in America. Mm-hmm. But why would you go to an American bank to buy Bitcoin, which is not located in America? You can buy it anywhere you because, are. Like, you don't custodian. need it. They, they like that no. custodian. I don't know. Maybe. 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 This is just what I heard. This is what I heard from from Dracon. This is what I've heard from some other professional investors. I'm just well, if Dracon said it, I'd take it to the bank. Pun intended, because uh, he knows the <laughs> shit. So, Saudi Arabia, right? Yes, very good. Is the guy you I hyped did. up? With, Are you going to move your sovereign wealth fund into Bitcoin now? I already did. You talking to Mikey? Yeah, I already did. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. To to just kind of like wrap up this Gunzer thing. I don't think, you know, like when, when I saw all this news popping up on the Twitter timeline, I was like, this doesn't seem real. And of course it wasn't real. But what I loved was seeing all of these crypto influencers kind of pop up and be like, let me check my inside sources in DC. The only person that I rely on when it comes to DC news uh, is Ellie, who we've had on the show before. She's great. And so like having this tweet that you can see on the screen now is just it made me it made me laugh out loud because she was like, "Here's what wait, I got. who else was checking inside sources exactly? I know Bitboy, oh, but who else? Oh, I don't, I don't want to. I didn't want to name names, but there were a few people on Twitter that were saying, "Let me check my inside sources," <laughs> or just or just using that just to get attention on the timeline. But of course, yeah, not even tweet. Right on. So seeing so seeing uh, Ellie post this with one word, the email response from the SEC. Nope. Is any of this true? Right is he? Is he resigning? Nope. Great. They could also just be saying that. I mean, like, they could just be saying that. I mean, I'll, I think this story is completely fake, but also, what if they're just like... I didn't think he's going to resign. I think, I think uh, you know, Austin was kind of talking about it earlier before the show. If anything happens, it, it, it's going to probably be through the restructuring of the SEC. That Warren yeah. Davidson, he introduced that, uh, the, the restructuring of the SEC. Whether If anything becomes of that, that's where... That's where Gary Gensler is dethroned, for lack of a better word. I can think of a better word, but dethroned. I don't think he's going to resign. He's going to keep uh, pushing his agenda. He's going to keep, uh, you know, trying to get TradFi into it as well as he can. But I don't think he's going to resign. And if he does resign, that's huge because that means that there's like some sort of internal investigation going on. That means that something's bad. Some, he, and I'm not saying it's not, but mm. if he resigns, that's huge. Oh, yeah. It's a sign that he got busted, bro. Well, speaking of speaking <laughs> right. of Twitter and like scrolling around Twitter yesterday, you might have uh, you might have been on Twitter the past couple of days, but also you might not have been because Elon Musk has introduced rate limits uh, mm-hmm. on how many tweets you can view. Uh, he's literally telling us all to go touch grass, which I just think is hysterical. He's yeah. like off Twitter. You weirdos. 
uh, as an unverified user, I only have like 600 tweets I can view a day. It's a temporary measure. Mm -hmm. Why are we talking about this? It doesn't have anything to do with crypto, but it's a big deal. A lot of crypto happens on Twitter because of Twitter. So we get the news out. Mm -hmm. So like, Corval, like, is this, you know, and, and Elon Musk has said again that it's, it's a temporary measure, right? What happens? Yeah. What happens to crypto Twitter if all of a sudden, like, everybody has to pay eight bucks? It's going to die. And then, like, maybe, there's, like, maybe there's like a supreme check where you can view more than 1,600. <laughs> yeah. Look, can I show you? Can I, can, I put, can I show you guys something? I thought it was a good picture. I thought this was a good one. This is from Daily Coin Magazine. I thought it was pretty funny. It just <laughs> Elon with a bike chain. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I don't think uh, I don't think it's good for crypto people for sure. I think uh, it might be good for alternatives. I see Blue Sky had like skyrocketing applications, but that's not going to be mainly crypto people. I think uh, you know this creates an opportunity for say like Lens, which is the one I know. I know there are other crypto social sites, blockchain-based social sites. Just, I'm, Lens is the only one I know. Yeah, um, so that's like a little bit of an opportunity. Yeah, hopefully although, Lens although to get into Lens, you do have to have like a referral. So, I'm going to take the other side of this and yeah. say this is not a big deal. <clears throat> it pissed off a lot of people who now you know that you know the check mark has become a political thing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the people on the left are calling the people on the right blue check marks and ragging mm -hmm. on them for paying eight bucks. Right. So he was like, all right, you don't pay the eight dollars. You know, you're basically rate limited on here. Um, but it's only temporary. And there were a couple of arguments that were being made here that I think you kind of have to dig a little deeper to see. One of them was with the artificial intelligence and the amount of scraping that's going on. Right. They were just was siphoning off. Twitter data like mm -hmm. crazy um, mm -hmm. and and it obviously is going to have some effect on the back end of the Twitter of Twitter servers and things like that but another interesting thing that was pointed out and I pulled up the video but it's eight minutes long so we can't really get into it but it's from a guy named Mike Benz uh, who is let me pull up he's the executive director of FFO Freedom. What the hell is FFO Freedom? Uh, Foundation for Freedom Online. Okay, cool. Uh, and he used to work for uh, the cyber division of the State Department. And he's basically saying uh, that the rate limiting that he did is uh, really going to piss off the censorship industrial complex uh, who are actively searching for like you remember that it was very recent there was a general who had a social media team who did nothing but scour twitter for posts that were unfavorable towards this general right like this is the world that we live in i i'm honestly mind blown by it but but so this could be you know this may have multiple benefits uh besides like just like people bitch about the bots right like this is mm -hmm. a pretty decent way to get the bots to chill out too you know? I mean, maybe, but it also like the bots are faster at posting. So what you're going to get is just a lot of bot stuff on your feed. And then that's just going to fill up your quota. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I think, uh, you know, I'm not too sure, familiar. I go I've been, I Googled it a little bit. Well, when you brought the guy, Mike Benz and he's got like this anti, wait, what is it? The censorship death star. He says they're working on, uh, <laughs> with the completion of the censorship AI censorship death star. 
So I don't really know about that. That would require a little bit more research on my part to see like what that even means, like how data scraping is going to create. Is the idea they'll build an AI that can like figure out what is censored material and then just block you automatically? I have no like they do idea. in China. I mean, that's not an AI, but like, you know, you post like Tiananmen Square, you get banned or whatever. You post the uh, Great Famine, you get banned, all that stuff in China. Is this like kind of the same idea that there's like gathering terms? I have like, no idea. I mean, they could be, you know, I mean, with AI, you can do almost anything at the click of a button. You're not even a click of a button. You could just turn it loose and let it go and it'll collect all this data. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, so I personally, <laughs> I personally, uh, not a big fan of Elon. I'm not a big fan of Twitter since Elon took over. Uh, I feel like a lot of it is like gone down in quality. I get a lot more spam. I get a lot more like straight scam ads. I keep getting an ad for SpaceX token. Um, and I don't think that's real. <laughs> Dude, I keep getting an ad. Listen, this is hilarious. So on my like third date with my wife, mm -hmm. we're out. I don't know. We we're getting sushi or something. And she's got this dress on. And she was so excited that the dress had pockets, right? She's mm -hmm. like, oh, it's got pockets. I don't know. Maybe if anyone wears dresses, they know that apparently having pockets in your dress is a very big deal. And there's this ad going around for this. It's this blonde chick in, in, a, in a dress with pockets and shorts. And I swear to God, I've watched this video 10,000 times because I laugh every freaking time it comes up on my timeline. And I'm not even mad about it because it's just like the funniest thing I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Every single day, dozens of times a day, I see that damn thing. Interesting. That's way better than what I'm getting, which is SpaceX token, uh, random NFT mints and whatever. That's funny, though. Also, yeah. I've noticed a weird Twitter glitch. I don't know. I could I could complain about Twitter forever, dude. But basically, how this relates to crypto, I think it's a good opportunity for other alternatives. Um, whether or not the censorship thing, whether or not this is the right move, I don't really know. To me, it seems a little ham-fisted to solve this problem this way. But I don't know. I'm not I'm not in charge of Twitter. I don't know their infrastructure. I don't know. This might be the best way to do it. I don't think Elon knows the infrastructure either. Just kidding. He got in there, dude. He got in the guts. Remember the picture? Here, well, speak, speaking of with all the wires, all the nerds, he called all the nerds around him and yeah. had them explain it. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of pictures, I want to show you guys these real quick because it made me laugh. Made me giggle. Balancers, pool, space. So remember that, pool. Remember that oh, yeah. picture that, that sink in? Remember, remember when Elon Musk walked into Twitter headquarters yep. and brought this sink so was like, that sink in? This guy on Twitter, Parker Lyons, said, oh, I finally get it. He was planning on sinking the place. <laughs> what a good burn <laughs> right i mean come that on was, that's hysterical that was lame as shit dude then, come on oh, that was the lamest thing this one, ever this one, this one cracks me up oh yeah, I like this engineers that looks racist. To the machine is that racist? No. i'm pretty sure they could tell him he's racist that's not racist. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Wasn't he like making a pun when he brought that sink in anyway? Like, yeah, originally? let that sink in. Yeah. Oh, that's what he was saying? saying. I thought he was mm -hmm. like, I'm throwing out even the kitchen sink. No, he was saying, let that sink in. There's your pun. Let it sink in. And I just bought this. Let this sink. Oh, in. like let. Okay. But it turns out, <laughs> what is really sinking? Like that sub. And he's way that. richer than me, so he's a better person than me, so I shouldn't say anything. I think just fundamentally, like, he's a better human being, probably. Yeah. Yo, like, he's fighting Zuck. This is a go. Like, this is his, a real I thing. I thought his mom said he couldn't his do it. His mom said no. 
Who? Elon's oh, mom? Yeah, I thought or Elon's Zuck's mom, mom said he's not allowed to. Elon's mom. What? That was I thought maybe that was a joke, but I kind of believed it. <laughs> Elon's mom said he can't fight Zuck. It's too dangerous. What? No, stop. Who's your it money right on now. Austin in that fight? Zuck. Yeah, oh. I think it's Zuck. I think it's Zuck no contest. I think Zuck wipes the floor with him, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely I definitely think so. You see Zuck being way more active. Zuck's always out there like doing jujitsu, <laughs> smoking meats. That dude did the uh, what's it called? The um the Mike Humphrey routine. What's that thing called? What's that military? Uh, Elon's mom's hot. Is she single? Dude, she's have you seen her? Her no. name's May Musk. Have you pulled her up? May she's Musk. She's got like short, super gray hair. Uh I don't I don't I, I mean oh, she's mama. like hundred. <laughs> she's very famous oh mama uh, she's a guild, picture. Dude, you got no her way. picture there wow she's got a sports illustrated shoot things get oh, crazy when you're rich dude like you you're <laughs> why is she getting a sports illustrated suit <laughs> this is out of control look at this wow mikey get this show back under control what what are we looking at here Wait. oh corval i see your screen hold on <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> A lot of holy old. cow oh how did this happen jesus this, this is the one super rich homie <laughs> just said she was hot i look whatever whatever kink y'all are into in our chat here that's fine like i'm not you know they're all over the place they love i ain't even mad at ladies. you for it dude Ooh, well, now this is her being a little bit more classy Chat, she looks a little bit like cruella Deville, you know a little bit she looks like bit. she would be a little evil <laughs> I mean, look, oh, actually, she looks really evil. You see the things on her fingers? That's the kind of thing that, like, a you know, those are brain shit. You know, those are for, yeah. right? Makes it go What are those for? Don't. Wow. This is not a PG-13 show, son. Yo, <laughs> hey, listen, any, any of our regulars that watch this show, if you guys ever want to, like, come on and just shit talk with us one day, <laughs> please do. Like, we'll have you on as long as you don't mind being on camera. Yeah, send like, me 50 Oh, bucks. my God. See, this is... Mikey, you know, well, I don't need to show under show. control, Mikey. What the hell is going on here? Take that man John off Steph. of the screen. This is some bullshit. <laughs> John Steph does want to come on the show, and I'd love to have John Steph on here. Martha Stewart being on Sports Illustrated makes a lot more sense, Lefty 13. She's a smoke show. <laughs> JW, I appreciate you saying my immaturity is entertaining. That's, you know, if it's not fun, what's the point? Why are we even doing it? Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, <clears throat> what what else are we talking about here? Well, yeah, we didn't quick, topic, didn't we? Well, really quickly, I just want to plug uh, later today, basically right after the show, uh, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll be uh, Austin and Blockbytes will be hosting a uh, Shimmer community Twitter space with mm -hmm. um, ApeDAO is going to be there. Shimmer C, uh, also Tangle C is going to be there. I'll be there. Corbo will be there. Wait, and, wait, wait. Uh, Tangle C and Shimmer C are the same same thing. Yeah. Uh, Shimmer yeah. C or Tangle C. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Thank you. Uh, so come join the Twitter space. We'll, we'll like we'll be bringing people up and down, and just we really just want to have a good time with everybody, and just talk about some Shimmer stuff. Also, uh, for for the Shimmer IOTA heads that may be watching in the chat right now, uh, the IOTA Quarter Two Progress Report just dropped on their Twitter. Wrote a nice little mm. blog post about it. Mm. It's very informative. So give that a look mm. as well. Listen, they just reset the test net, man. They took they took. The shit that they learned during the testnet campaign, they fixed some stuff. Um, they just released the testnet. If we get like a week or two of this thing flying without any issues, we're going. We're going. 
it's time. The the buy window is going to close. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the one hand, it's very sad. It's been a nice six to nine month accumulation <laughs> phase, but I'm looking forward to it being over also so we can rock, get these new shows out. Uh, most e- Okay, let's real quick, round robin. Most evil Disney villain. So I was trying to remember if the guy, the villain in Pocahontas, like what he wanted to do. I thought it was kill all the natives, but I might be wrong. <laughs> I I would say so long. But before before the new round robin, but real quickly, a little context. Before the new Maleficent movie with, with Angelina Jolie came out, I would have said Maleficent, like in the Sleeping Beauty cartoon. What does she do? She was fucking terrible. She was terrifying. You to sleep. No, you can. It's fine. You can cuss. This is not a family. She was fucking terrifying. Show. Remember that girl? She gave me nightmares with the giant black horns on her head. But then Angelina Jolie movie came out, and now like they showed her like her softer side, and it just oh, she's like sexy. Thing. And she was very. She was. I would. Interesting. Smash. Hmm. I'm gonna what go with it? Ursula, the sea witch, because yeah. we took my daughter to see the new. Uh, Little Mermaid recently, and she was terrified. It was Melissa McCarthy too, who is generally very funny. Right, she did um, great. That one, it freaked her the hell out, man. Yeah, Corval. Corval. Yeah, like I was saying, I, I thought it was the guy from Pocahontas is the most evil because I thought he wanted to kill all the natives, but I might be wrong. Oh, I, um, I, think was, I think that was the whole point of the Europeans coming over here. Yeah, they, they, it's the whole reason the Europeans came. It wasn't for the gold or the spices. It was to rape they, they wanted the blood. Is that what you're saying? Dude. Uh, yeah, no. I'm, um, either him, I guess, or like Jafar. Jafar was pretty evil, right? He was trying to overthrow the whole kingdom. I know we're forgetting one or two. It doesn't. We're way off topic. Mikey, get your show under control, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, guys. So let's let's get into this. So thank you for uh, talking about that, Austin. That was that was fun. Let's let's talk about this real quick, though. I, I, I now see why Clay was always like freaking out about tabs because it is pretty crazy. But oh, yeah. where we are going for our next topic, here we go. Poly Network. Where are we going? Oh, yeah. Poly Network. Oh, my God. This was this insane. Happened. We needed Beavis to come on with this. This has happened before. Right. In 2021. Do we have tweets for this? I have a couple. Okay. But nothing really worth to like pull up. I, I haven't found anything like with like other than just like a bunch of like big charts with arrows pointing to little tiny boxes that no one's gonna be able to read anyways. <clears throat> um, well, that. I mean, we should, we should look at the D bank of <laughs> where all the stolen funds went because it was something special. My friends, hang on. I'm pulling it up for you right now. Thank you. But uh, so uh, while, uh, while you're doing uh, that, uh, all the network back in 2021 had one of the, had the biggest at the time, uh, bridge hack in DeFi. And it was at $600 million uh, is the, I think, I believe is the final number that was reported. $600 million of hack bridge funds. This has happened again. And the hackers minted a lot of assets. Mm-hmm. They minted uh, 94 billion Shiba Inu tokens. Nice. 49, 495 million Cook tokens. <laughs> nice. Cook. And 15 million R fuel tokens. They've made a little bit of money. Yeah, but they didn't really. I mean, they made a few. I think they got what they get six million out of this or something like that. Five point five million dollars. Okay. Yeah. In notional, as Beavis would call it, notional 
value. Uh, I'm pulling up like all of their accounts right now. One of them's got like $600,000 in it. One of them has, there was one that had what was computing up to like $42 billion, mm. <laughs> but it was, all they did was they minted these on other chains. Right. And so, yes. it, it, yeah, uh, it, it wasn't the actual, it's not like there's more Shiba Inu in the market now than there was. This is just, these are on the other chains. So as long as they shut the bridges down, uh, they're not going to be able to do anything with this shit. They're just going to flatten it. Yeah, there wasn't enough liquidity to really do much with it. Right. Uh, I don't know the exact number that they got away with, but they actually did get away with some money. Nowhere near the $94 billion or however much it was. That they... Yeah, dude. It was absolutely nuts. The, 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 billions, the billions came from like how many tokens they were minting, and then people kind of ran with that. But they only made... Looking at this, they've only so far have done about five point five million, and now they can't. And now they can't sell anything because the, the initial the initial call was on Ethereum, but then they sent the mint to tokens, or they but then they minted the tokens on these other chains like Medicine, and Polygon, and yeah, a few of the other ones, BNB, <sighs> bridges, bridges, bridges. Well, have you seen? Have you seen? So like you know. I, I'm not sure exactly where the postmortem stands here just yet. I don't think there has been one from Poly Network yet, but there has been a lot of speculation and looking on chain as to what has happened. Mm -hmm. um, it seems like let me pull up let me pull up the street real quick. Seems like Daydaub on Twitter. Uh, see again, in, in, even in quotations, they have getting to the bottom of the 34 billion in quotations poly network hack with the technical postmortem. TLDR. You know who that is, right? Didalb. Those are the guys that are they they're partnered up with the Phantom Foundation to scan all the smart contracts on the network when you deploy them. Mm. They're the watchdog, right. the Phantom deployable. Anyhow, go ahead, go ahead. So they're hardcore. Oh, you just yeah. call it Clay? Hard no, I said go ahead, go ahead. Oh, they said Clay. Mm -hmm. I'm on. I did not. Did not. I'm flattered anyways, Austin. <laughs> the, the, TL, the TLDR, Poly Network, had a simple three of four multi-sig arrangement over two years. Looking at the final event, we found that the private keys to the addresses marked or compromised. Another multi-sig vulnerability where people are just dumb with how they manage their private keys. Amazing Middle to me. Also, also, so also, also, at the beginning of the show with what Vitalik was saying, you know? Yeah, it's not, not, exactly. it's not staking. This is a bridge that's staking, but like, like, or uh, Vitalik or Vitalik Vitalik. or Vital Lick. It's a life give, a life giving lick. <laughs> with, with, these, with these private keys, you know, these three out of four multi sigs, these small multi sigs. Mm -hmm. What does that? How does that make y'all feel? Well, like, there, there, there's big, big, big social engineering happening here. Uh, I think. Right. That's what it sounds like to me. Remember with the Axie Infinity uh, massive hack, that was Lazarus. That was the North Korean group. But this is almost like a prank. This is like putting a, a dump truck full of fizzies in the uh, high school swimming pool. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to get much out of this. Like that 34 billion number is, you know, it's not real. Uh, no. they're, they just kind of went on a minting spree. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if they get if they get ten million, I would be very surprised if they get ten million out of this. It's honestly. not a bug; it's a feature, right? I mean, um, that's still a good amount of money. But yeah, it is quite the outlandish way to get it, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not like the wormhole hack that was legitimately 
120,000 ether, or it's not like the Axie Infinity hack that was legitimately $600 million like that yeah. was taken. Go the on. Vertical hack. Mm -hmm. Go on. That's why you're independently wealthy, right? Because you hacked Harmony? That was... Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, the, the Har Harmony suffered a very similar... Or I don't want to say similar, but it was uh, from speculation. It was also a social engineering type of hack where multi-sig mm -hmm. keys were compromised. And that was like and a five they, of nine, right? They, like they had to get maybe not harmony, but yeah, harmony. Yeah, I mean, I'm um, interested to learn about how people uh, socially engineer getting your private keys. They'd have to like have some false interface or something right like you're you're not often like or i guess just sign a bad transaction right you'd have send to him, sign a him, bad transaction send him a smart email S send him send him an email where it says like hey uh remember me from blah 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 uh you know here click send on this me your private key to read my thing <clears throat> no, if you keep your private key on your laptop anywhere or uh -huh. any sort of flat but who would do that i guess people these do that. you keep your private keys on? Oh, a laptop? who would do that? Who would do that? No, of course I've been in a Google Doc. I, I mean, don't. nobody or does safe. that. Nobody should do that. I don't even know my PKs. I can't even get to them. They're on hardware wallets. I have mine tattooed inside of my butt cheeks. Well, you can't even look at that. Well, then when you look at them, you see it backwards. I go to the mirror. You got to use a well, mirror. It makes it harder. It makes it harder. <laughs> For you. Again, I don't know why any of you watch this show. That's a double you, you're, you, are, you are going to be dumber at the end of this show than you were when you came in. Honestly. No way. They're learning no way. right now Wait, they how are to learning. hack bridges. Oh, my God. They're learning. I, oh I will God. always... I mean, I guess that's the, way, that's the way it has to be, right? I mean, it doesn't have to be this way, but like, it has to be multi-sig when, 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 there's, when there's bridges involved. Right? I... It has to be rolled out. When all of but the it, bridges, it still blows my mind. It still blows my mind that like it's three or four. Like any like if you're if you're dumb and you get socially engineered, I mean that that's totally a plausible. That's that's that, that's a possible. That's a possible. Let's option. talk about Mr. GP's comment. It's a great one for me. Uh, real estate for sure. Well, the question uh, is the question is the bull run happens. You now as I think that makes you're now as wealthy. Where in the, Where real, in the world? real world are you putting your money? I like real estate. For me, the reason I like real estate, uh, well, a number of reasons, but I love traveling. It's like my favorite thing in the world. Uh, and so, you know, having other places to go and, oh, by the way, you own where you're going and can sell it for a profit later. Love that. Definitely. Real estate sounds great. I'd buy, I'd buy, I'd buy some bonds. Why not? I want to be cool and say art, you know, but I'm not cool. So I'm NFTs not cool. don't count, bro. Yo, the whole NFT market is shitting right now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Azuki Bubble. fucked it up for everyone. Is that one of our topics? Can we get into that real quick? Yeah, we can get that. I thought yeah, you hated NFTs, Austin. And that's I, all that's I am, really like. I don't topic. hate them on like a visceral level the way that I, I hate like the people that poisoned our population through forced vaccinations. I'm not going to talk about that though, but, but like what I, but I do, I do, I'm not a big NFT fan uh -huh. uh, personally. Uh, I think some of them are really, really cool. And like, I see the culture underneath them, but like, you know, to, 
spend a hundred thousand dollars on an ape, like, you know, but, but a lot of them are going down. So Azuki is one of the premier NFT projects out there. Yeah. And there was 10,000 of them. They were coming out with this new type of Azuki called elementals. There was going to be 20,000 of them. The mint price was two ETH which the, the floor price on Azuki's was like 10, right? So I think mm -hmm. they were able to command that. The elementals were revealed and it was literally like the exact same art of the Azuki's, uh, like almost to the degree that you can't tell them apart. And so there's a, there's a uh, proposal through Azuki Dow to basically claw back 20,000 of those ETH that were paid for the mint use it to hire a lawyer and sue Zagabon, which is one of the main Azuki guys. Like, you can't make this shit up. Do you have any of those tweets pulled up, man? I could get it. I'm, I'm, getting, the, I'm, I'm getting the pictures pulled up to show, like, how similar the original Azuki was. And I had a lot of friends that, um, on, well, friends on crypto, Twitter anyways, not friends in real life, but, uh, but um, that, that, had, that, that had Azukis, and they, they've held them for a long time. Still like the profile pictures. And so I, I need to ask them about like how they feel about the elementals, but on the sidelines watching all that was just hysterical for me. I mean, just like, Jesus. I mean, it's like the exact same art. And then Azuki came out with this big long thread that was like, we were just trying to, uh, we were trying to grow the community and wanted to keep, uh, you know, we wanted to keep the same sort of like features and add a couple little different things here and there. And people were saying like, well, if you wanted to grow the community, then why could only Azuki holders get the, why, why were they first dibs for the elementals? Hmm. Wow. Let me, let me pull up this. This is so crazy. Real quick. Because this shit's just it's just is man, it really the same crypto is art? freaking wild, dude. So Azuki Dow votes on a reclaim of 20,000 ether after botched elementals NFT mint. We have only been given a similar PFP to that of the original Azuki holders. The Dow proposal reads. So a group of Azuki NFTs is voting for the return of nearly 20,000 Ether. But so they're saying that they were scammed. But the point of it, they're saying to promote the growth of the entire Azuki community. But actually what they're trying to do is to uh, hire an attorney <laughs> and freaking sue the lead dev uh, of like, I don't even uh, let me see if I can find that part of it. The members proposed hiring a lawyer to take legal action against Azuki creator Zagabon for allegedly rugging multiple projects. A rug pull occurs when a developer creates and then disappears. So, and then what happened, I don't know if you guys saw this, but they deployed the contracts for this um, Azuki Dow mm -hmm. thing, which they just put together and they almost immediately got hacked. Uh, so <laughs> they, they released these smart contracts and then somebody was able to come in and siphon out like $68,000 worth of Ethereum out of these contracts. Like what kind of a world are we living in, dude? I did not this know that. Abs yeah, dude. dude. Oh, this is all just, it's just this all out of control. So, so I'm curious as to what grounds they think they can sue them on like rugging multiple it, projects. I thought like he just did a Zuki and two. Yes, buying the Corball Big Sneeze NFT was probably mm. a, if is probably a better investment because you're never going to get that sneeze again, that exact sneeze. But on Azuki, I guess you could just make it again. That's that's always been the problem with this, right? Like that the assets could just be reused. 
<laughs> like you could just remake these same exact things. It can't truly be a one of one. So it is kind of embarrassing too. I imagine like from an artistic perspective, he's got to be a little bit embarrassed, right? Like he couldn't have like done a different angle. At least I don't know. These are dope. Like when I look at them, I'm like, these are really cool. Yeah. Like I think they're really, really cool images. And then you go, okay, $10,000 for that. And you got to go, what the fuck? Like what the fuck? What you're looking at on the screen right now are the original Azuki's. These were these right. were the first first okay. ten thousand. But that right. floor Four. dropped like by fifty percent or something. Oh, yeah. And so, so now let me for those, for those watching that can see the screen. Let me show you the elementals now. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they look very similar. I actually like those. That's I think similar. they're that that chick with the pink hair is pretty bit. hot. Let's go down a little bit. Let's see some more of these traits they've got because those look like all the same. Like. Okay, so some of them have a sword. There's an umbrella and a bucket some of them hat. Have a crazier sword. All right. I like a bucket hat. Yeah, I mean, it, it's still basically the same, though. It's the same shit. Same, right? The same. And these were minted at two ETH. So people are trying to exit like hard. Yeah. They're taking a haircut on these. Interesting. 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 See, this is, I don't know. I don't, the, the, the reason that I'm not like an NFT person mm -hmm. is that. I'm not hip enough to art to like know what's cool and what's not. Mm -hmm. And like, it really is all about how the team performs afterwards. It's not like deploy code. That's really cool. That will run. And it's up to the community to take it over and use it and earn yield and shit like that. It's like, okay, here's the art, but now you got to build that culture around this shit. You know what I mean? So like Miladies are in a really interesting case study because like the founders of miladies do you remember all this this shit that yeah. was going on like there was like oh, grooming i know and, all about it like nazi stuff tell it tell knew, what was it Corbin? dude i knew all right i knew about the miladies person before miladies before they got into crypto they were mia cyberpunk on uh on twitter and they were famous on twitter in some circles for posting a lot of esoteric weird shit life advice uh philosophy that kind of thing but it was always like kind of tinged kind of like you know i don't want to say fascist or whatever but it was like tinged like kind of that way very uh what would you call it uh where it incites a lot of emotion inflammatory yeah very inflammatory type stuff but one of the things they got famous for at first was like a grooming anorexic cult like they got a bunch of girls what? in a server and they were like convincing them that you have to be skinny and that you should be anorexic. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, then they got into Miladies. So I know that was like a big drama. Uh, but even then I think it's kind of fucked up, but that ability to like create like a sort of cult is really the value behind like a lot of NFTs. And that's why Miladies are kind of bullish because the person created like, you don't really, you kind of see a little bit of this with the board apes and the whatever this is, Azukis or whatever. But it's all really about creating a kind of like cult around it. You have to have like an ethos and like mm -hmm. beliefs and like a similar aesthetic. And also their whole approach of like, we don't care about like right click save as, we don't care about uh, derivatives, just copying our style. It's a very, because because the, the cult core of it is so much stronger so i think that's kind of how nfts get popular but 
we got to talk about Colt shit for a second. So mm-hmm. we talked about the Ben Dottie thing earlier. Mm-hmm. And you know he had the orange NFTs, right? So everyone was getting an orange square next to their name and it was registered as a Twitter organization. Mm-hmm. Twitter apparently banned it at saying that it was representative of a hate organization because he started dropping N-bombs. So what does he do? He comes out with a new NFT project with black squares called We're So Black after dropping a bunch of racial slurs yes dude and it's like minting today oh my <laughs> dude, i'm telling you this saga is juice it's just so goddamn juicy i bet they got white white what Listed? that's fucked up dude you're racist mikey you can't even say shit like that I don't, that's I so even, crazy i man. can't even believe you would like infer such a thing i'm so offended by you right now my sunglasses this is like like another example of like things that are like a a stain on like crypto's reputation you know what Mm -hmm. i mean uh especially if it gets big uh i don't think it will i think everyone has pretty much written him off like the loyal and psyop his his two projects that he launched are dude there's no liquidity it shows four hundred thousand dollars in liquidity $395,000 $395,000 of that is his own token and like two ETH because it's My V3. God. It's absolutely out of control. Like he's holding all of this. It's, and he's on the run. Like he, he was from Denver. He left to go. I don't even know somewhere. It's absolutely out of control. Uh, yeah. So, you know, wow. Philip, one day we're going to be doing a block bites NFT for you guys, man. I don't know when we're probably going to, we'll probably do it on shimmer when shimmer launches. We'll do it on the yeah. shimmer EVM, uh, or maybe we'll do it on the shimmer layer one. And then you can, I don't know. Yeah, we'll probably do, do it on the shimmer layer one, honestly. Do you guys want it to be like a picture? What kind of picture do you want it to be? I want be? it to be the many faces of Corval. I want it, I want Emmett to go through and just like snip your face out of like a hundred no. different episodes. I'm a flight at fire our moms. And we're going to do a like photo the, shoot. We're going to get all original photos. <laughs> well, you like remember the, the one where you wore the beanie and you, you made like the Cheech Marin face? Mm-hmm. Like that can be the most rare, you know? <laughs> that that can be the favorite, most rare. Man. That is such like, your favorite, dude. You like the Beeple every day. Where it's like, the, how many was it? Like little tiny pictures in one in one picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But instead, instead it's the everyday faces of Corville. Dude. So good. My God. You could show it to women at, at the bar just in case you need something to get them over the hump. I'd be like, know? hey, look, I'm famous. <laughs> get them over the hump. People pay for my we, image. <laughs> we got to get, we got to, we got to close the show. Uh, if you tuned in today, I just want to apologize right now for everything that went on today. This is just absolutely out of control. I'm just kidding. <laughs> was the best one ever, dude. Mikey was running. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. That's that? a little taste of what's to come. There it is. <laughs> Oh, you're looking into my soul right now, dude. I, I swear look so to evil God. in that picture. It looks so mean. Hey. We should do glamour shots. Disco Chuck, excellent. We could just like, like uh, from Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. I was thinking that same yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need Deb. Is her name Deb it's, with the yeah, one I, ponytail? Oh, yeah, yeah, Deb. Come on and take our pictures. Oh, I feel exactly real relaxed now. Wally, I apologize. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm terribly sorry if. If y'all need th- send the therapy bills to Mikey and Corval though, because I'm I'm not doing it. Um, I- <laughs> right, let's get the hell out of here, man. Hey, you get me, free- me and Corval actually, we will be your therapists. So one on ones with me and Corval. Don't do that to people. Yeah, we're gonna fuck people up, dude. <laughs> we're gonna give them disorders and shit. 
Mikey and I are going to freaking start a cult with them because we know they're vulnerable. <laughs> My God, dude. That's wow. Don't up, say man. something you're going to regret. I want to shout out real quick before we go. I'm never going to start a cult. It's been fun. It's been fun on the show with you guys. I Normally, I don't do it all day like this. Hopefully, my first time leading the show didn't turn off everybody too much. Uh, shout out Mr. Clean for the for the sweet jams that he's uh, sent us over the past uh, weeks. Uh, Cygnus, you're my boy. Wally, let's go, dude. Philip, you're swap all day, baby. You know how we do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right, I'm done. I own that domain, by the way, Wally. So don't get any ideas. Go Chuck. What up, let's go Chuck. My God, get us the hell out of here, Emmett! Yeah. Close the show. Well, we got to plug some stuff. That shimmer thing—it's coming up in like what thirty minutes? Yeah, block by thirty minutes. Space. Come join us. We'll bring all of you up on stage just to shit talk, man. We're gonna have a good time. Come on up. Oh yeah, learn about shimmer, folks. All right, that's all I had. <laughs> Later, y'all. Adios. Adios.